Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Living the Dream. Yes, we're back. We've had a little bit of time off, but we're back. So my name's Mark Cridland. I'm the one that tries to hold it all together and produce this thing. And I am joined, as usual, by our irregular comedians. They are Mr. Adam Morrison-Jones and Mr. Paul Tingey. And this week, we talk about why we've been away, mainly Geraldine's fault, what we've been up to while we've been away, uh, the man who swallowed a phone, and some booking hall gigs. Yes, gigs that are in Dover that are coming up and uh, both me and AMJ are going to. Also, AMJ's hosting an Only Fools and Horses event this Saturday, so if you're listening to this on release day, get over there. We talk about the stunt pilot who flew through two tunnels to get a Guinness World Record, and Paul discovered a new dating site. It's called Mouse Mingle. Can you guess what it's for? We'll find out later on. And then we talk about some films that we've watched recently that were surprisingly better than we thought they was going to be. Plus, we have our now world-famous quiz, but this week we've got two comedians. Yes, two guest comedians, and we're doing it in teams. So it's going to be interesting to see how this works with two comedians rather than just one. So here you go. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another week of Living the Dream. I'm looking at AMJ. He's so handsome. Look at his hair. It makes me so happy. Then I see DJ Critters and it reminds me of a real man. Yeah. So, have you missed me? I've missed you a lot. Have we lost um, AMJ talking? I can't hear him. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I can hear you now. He was just being quiet for the first time in, in forever. I was severely like injured my hand. Like... What's that going to do with your voice? Well, it affects all of you, your hand. If your hand don't work, your voice won't sing. You know who famously <laughs> said that? No one. I made it up. What have you done with, What have you done to your hand? Took a mug out of the microwave that was in there quite... And it was quite hot. And I burnt my hand. And I've kind of just put ice on it and sued it. But it's just not seeming to ease up. You know what yeah. you need? You need some of that man-up cream. I wish there was some man-up cream. But sadly, I felt very, very soft in <laughs> And I, I, I'll be honest, um, you can't get it because of the lack of uh, drivers on the road at the moment. Not enough lorry drivers, not enough deliveries being made. Yeah. Um, but also, looking at your t-shirt, AMJ, I am dressed as uh, Freddie Mercury for a fancy dress uh, party Ooh. soon. In the I was to break free, but I do not have alien popping out of my chest. Sadly, you could add it, you can make it out of like some old tubes. Some Play-Doh. Can you, re- can you read mine? I may be wrong, but it's highly unlikely. Exactly. You're the kind of who I would love, but... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have a look what's on my T-shirt? Oh, God, Em. This is great for radio or podcasting. Ah. It's just a plain black T-shirt. I thought, I thought on, it was even... something written in black. Um, what is written on there is, Bonnie Goddy Gosh, look at him now. Ooh, all in black. All in black, all in black. I can't remember the rest of that song without it being rude. 
Anyway, um, we've been away for a few weeks because uh, we had a bit of a break, uh, stuff going on, life happens, stuff like that. But uh, so how have you guys been? Well, of course, the, you're being polite. We had to have a break because of uh, Geraldine getting into trouble with the law again. Yeah, what happened to her? Uh, well, basically, um, she was, tr- well, she just done lots of silly little things, you know. If you're if you're solicitating soliciting for for services for people, you don't go knocking on the the, the head constable's door, um, or, or you know the mayor's or people like that. No, no. Depends Do you know what you're trying to sell? Though this is the weird thing. What? Freshly cut pineapples. The problem was she stole them. The tea leaf. Tea leaf. So anyway, have you been up to anything good in these uh, last few weeks? You know, I can't remember the last time we recorded, so I can't quite remember what we've done since we've last been on air. Almost a month ago. Yeah, I've been to a couple of theme parks. They're always fun. Uh, Went to London. To see the Queen? Um, Unfortunately not. Hmm. Uh, I was there there to see the Prince of Wales, also known as Charles. Um, I had to go and try and convince him to not be a guest on our quiz. No. How does that work? He keeps asking. He does. He keeps asking. I told him it will not be suitable for a man who will soon be king. I've had messages as well. Yeah. Um, really? He did offer me another royal, but uh, I said the booth might get a bit hot. Um, so let's not tempt fate with that one. Um, and uh, and and also, I also had to go and see Boris Johnson to ask him if he'd be the new host of the quiz for a one-off special where Dave would be a contestant. But uh, Dave started crying, so we had to, we had to back out of that. Um, but Boris Johnson said he, he will come on the, the quiz. He will answer three questions only. Okay. Um, and, and the weird thing is, he might, he's, we might have to do it as a pre-record. So I might have to... Um, Go with Dave and Geraldine to record those questions. Okay. I look this quiz. Could Sorry. Be interesting. For this. Yeah, for, 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 you know, Dave, EG. Oh, I'll tell you what, Dave's been working really hard on a new jingle. Uh, I think it's going to sound good. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, talking to the quiz, um, who have we got planned for this week's quiz? For this week's quiz, uh, Dickie Richards. Dickie Richards will be there. Um, you might remember a few episodes back, we, we moaned about Dickie not being there when we tried calling him. Apparently, Dave gave uh, Dickie the wrong day, so he's actually on a stage somewhere when we tried calling him. Silly uh, and, and for the first time ever, we have another celebrity guest. We have two on the same show. Ooh. For one. How's that oh. going to work? Sometimes it doesn't work with one, let alone yep. two. Well, what do you mean it, it always works? Um, <laughs> I just banged my leg on the table. Um, we, we're going to have the wonderful Paul Warwicker. Um, anyone who's seen Paul Warwicker's set will know how fantastic and um, whimsical he can be. Mm. Yeah, so two great comedians. Uh, hopefully, if it all works well, they'll be on the quiz later on. Uh, looking yeah. forward to that. That should be quite good. Um, let, let's, sorry, let's not forget as well, Dickie Richards, a fantastic comedian as well. So, did you have to call these people on a phone? No. Yes, you, yes, you did. You did for this, for this. You okay, did. Ask, ask me again. Uh, did you have to call these people on a phone? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. 
Ah, see, well, that ties in quite nicely with my first news story that I've got. Oh, that's coincidental. Yeah, isn't it just? (laughs) It's all about a phone. Uh, And it's a phone that was in um, an unusual place in Kosovo. So not in the UK, in Kosovo. Um, And it involves a 33-year-old man. So where do you think the telephone was? His bum. Nope. And it was, it's a replica of a uh, Nokia 3310. It's one of the knockoff versions. So it's not a real 3310. It's one of these uh, weird off-brand ones, the L8 Star, which is supposed to look like a 3310. So, no, it wasn't up his bum. Um, Oh, hold on. Is he the guy who who tried eating it? Yes, yes. He he managed to swallow it. Why? well, I have no uh, idea. That the battery didn't explode in him. Well, that was the main thing the doctors were worried about, the, the acid leaking out. And because if the acid leaked out of the battery, that would have just destroyed his stomach and, you know, he'd, he'd have been in massive, massive, you know, but he'd die. How long he'd had it in him for? Um, Did he go to hospital when all of a sudden they just heard, come from his belly? Well, he went to hospital because he said that. His, his, his belly was hurting a bit. And it's like, yeah, I wonder why. Um, doesn't say how long it was inside his belly, but uh, they actually had to go in uh, with an endoscope, so down his throat, and it had come apart. So, I mean, surprisingly, because if it was a real Nokia, that would have been solid in one piece, no damage at all, but it had actually come apart, so you had like the main body, the battery, and then the, then the back. And they had to take it out piece by piece, throw through his throat. Throat, yeah. And it's like, no. Uh, luckily, though, he was surprisingly no problems at all. He uh, he was absolutely fine afterwards. Um, they did say that, uh, yeah, people swallow all kinds of weird stuff. Um, majority of stuff that you swallow that you shouldn't swallow goes out the other end without too much issue. But uh, they said between 10 and 20% of cases actually require the use of an endoscope to you know, go down through your mouth. Uh, and sometimes they need to actually slice you open to get whatever it is out of your belly. Uh, coins, buttons, stuff like that, batteries. I remember many years ago, I was told a story of my uncle that when he was a tiny child back in the late 50s, he, um, he found a, a nappy pin because it was the old-style nappies, didn't have any of these disposable nappies, and uh, he swallowed it. Oh. Yeah, so but what they did, instead of uh, trying to get it out, they made him eat, the doctors in the hospital made him eat a load of cotton wool. So it would actually wrap around it. I thought you said they made him eat the doctors. (laughs) (laughs) Now eat the doctor, boy. Yeah, Yeah, to eat all this cotton wool, and then it wrapped it all up, made it all safe, and then he was able to pull it out. But yeah, so so don't don't eat things that shouldn't be eaten is the main rule, especially a phone. I'll tell you what, though, sometimes it's fun to have something in your mouth that shouldn't be there, if you know what I mean, chaps. Like a cigarette. Yeah, that shouldn't be there. No, I do not mean that. Um, oh, like um, the straw, you know, when people chew on the straw. No, I just meant a nice battered sausage. Well, why shouldn't that be there? Because it's bad for your health. No, I, I, I like a good battered sausage. 
So I've seen. A bit worried, uh, how Geraldine seen this. Yeah, what is going on over there? What? She's just come back and she's causing all this aggro. Where's she been? What's she been doing to come up with this hideous stuff? Outside Critter's window, by the sounds of it. <laughs> Outside Critter's window. There's an album title no one wants. <laughs> if you could see what I could see outside Critter's window. <laughs> Are you guys doing anything interesting this week? Anything good? Um, anything good? Oh, mm. what am I doing? What am I doing this weekend? This weekend, I'm I'm making a picnic for my mum and dad this weekend. Ooh. Well, that's a little chocolate bar. Yeah, I'm going to make them a chocolate bar which Selma cannot eat because it's got nuts in. Ah, nuts. Yeah, nuts. Um, yep, and I'm in, uh, Oh, yes, I'm doing intercessions on Sunday. What? Yep, uh, that's uh, that's communal prayer. And uh, so if anyone wants to know where that is, just is message like me. Is that communal service? Uh, what's that? Yeah, that during like the service. Communal service, you know, because when, when you've been naughty. And that's community uh, not, not, service. Yeah, it's community. So that's that's something that somehow our little cheeky chappy Geraldine's never been into. Uh, how about you, AMJ? You doing anything good? Well, uh, I'm going to plug something before I forget. Bath, so bathtub. To... Plug the bathtub. I wish it was. If you're listening to this on a, on Saturday and it's still not eight o'clock, get yourself down to what now for the only fools and horses 40th anniversary celebrations with a quiz. We've got Dow Boys Famous Cocktails and we've got an Only Fools and Horses DJ set. Ooh. No, Seven Nation Army came on a couple of weeks ago in a public place and I, <laughs> um, I, I then went, uh, I've I done the no income tax bit from your set AMJ. <laughs> oh, I love it. I I've ruined that song for so many. I think I yes. thought Park, and it came on 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 their like um, public address system. Oh, that's uh, cool, man. Oh. Also, though, guys, I'm going to the old booking hall in Dover on Friday. Oh, what's Friday. Hap- what is happening at the booking hall? The booking hall on Friday. This well, I'm there out. on Thursday. Pardon? I'm there on You're... Thursday. All right, all right, oh. DJ Critters. I didn't realise this was a game of top trumps. It is it? What? <laughs> So what's on on Friday there? On Friday, there is a tribute to the Killers called The Runaways, which I think is a clever name, and a tribute to Muse in one evening. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an awesome night. Do you know what's going on there Thursday? Which is what uh, me and Sarah are going to, because Sarah bought the tickets because she uh, she likes the music. It the is. Park. Living the Dream tribute, where... There's a tribute to living the dream happening called Up Your Chuck. And no, you know what it is? It's just Trevor Feelgood on stage doing impressions of all three of us. <laughs> He's quite good at that. So let him have that. that doesn't... <laughs> Hello, I'm Trevor Feelgood and this is my tribute. Yeah, and then he starts singing the Jurassic Park theme. That's a call back to some of the early episodes, that. Yeah, Baby Jurassic Park. Uh, you know what we're on about? Check out Series 1 of Free yeah. Men and Little Virus. 
fantastic stuff. Uh, um, but yeah, on Thursday at the Booking Hall in Dover is uh, the Showhawk duo. Now they play the old 90s classic rave tunes on acoustic guitars. Oh, like uh, G and the G, ooh, uh, just a little bit. Not quite. Like Darude, I... Standstorm and stuff like that, but on acoustic guitars. So it's acoustic rave. And uh, Sarah absolutely loves them. She's been following these guys since uh, way back when they were just busking and they were putting pictures and videos on Facebook. Now they're doing a massive UK tour. So uh, she was like, I need to go, must go. So she bought the tickets for that. So, yeah, we're going. That that was uh, Thursday. So if you're listening Saturday, um, it was really good. I'll tell you what, you say, you say that this really good about techno rave and all that. I just joked about G and the G, ooh, uh, just a little bit. I heard a techno remix of ooh, uh, just a little bit by G and the G. And I will give either of you a pound, a whole English pound, if you can tell me who done the remix. Was it Fat Boy Slim? It was not was it? Fat Boy Slim. It was proper rave as well. It was proper techno, proper dance music to it as well i don't really know any uh, some... sort of djs and and they sung and they sung the song as well so not only did they sample it they also sung um the chorus as well was it chaz and dave it's not chaz and dave oh. but you're not far off from chaz and dave i uh was it the wurzels it was the wurzels <laughs> really <laughs> yeah Holy crap uh, <laughs> no, uh, just a little bit. Ooh, ah, uh, a little bit more. Ooh, ah. Uh. <laughs> then, boo, 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 all the electric stuff. I'd like, it. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. Because um, I, I didn't go out of my way to listen to it. I had it on my Spotify, and you know they have those daily playlists for you. Oh yeah. That came up on my daily playlist, and I was in the kitchen making dinner when it happened. Zama walked in. And Wong, if you're playing this, I went, I've not chosen it. It's the playlist. And she went, yeah, it knows you too well. And she walked out. <laughs> you know, uh, on the note of gigs, though, today um, I bit the bullet and actually spent some money and bought tickets to uh, to a big American band who are playing in Folkestone this month as well. Back. Blackstone Cherry. Are they playing in Folkestone? Yeah, at least Cliff Hall, Thursday, 23rd of September. Tickets are still available from ATG Tickets. And uh, if you buy them, let them know that I sent you. I am, I am going to watch Adam Buxton in October. Ooh. If the person I'm going to watch with will allow me to do the meet and greet afterwards. Not me just doing a meet and greet. Hi, everyone, I'm singing. Meet and greet me. <laughs> I'm I'm in the top twenty list with uh, with Doctor Buckles. No, um, if... have you found his house? Are you just going to stand outside his house and then when he comes out, hello, it's me. No, it's at the Marlow. I'm going to watch him at the Marlow. Oh, if if I'm allowed to do it, if if the person who I'm going with allows me to go up to him, I am going to ask him to say, "Hello, my name's Adam Buxton, and I am a dreamer." <laughs> If you can pull that off, that would be uh, awesome. I'm going to try and get as many famous people that I see because I do see a lot. Of, I don't talk to them. That's the problem. I see them go. Oh, that's a famous person. I might start just walking up to them, going, "Can you say, 
this for me, please. I did I might... that the other day when I was walking down my uh, down my landing, and uh, but then realised that it was a mirror. Yo, when I know him, where do I know him from? From being me. This is me. Watch out, because here I come. That was a different time of the day. <laughs> um, that reminds me, actually. Uh, have you seen about this stunt pilot that blasts through a tunnel? Yes, I saw this, and I thought I'd be upset if DJ Critters doesn't mention this. Yeah, I, uh, I watched the video of uh, this guy, uh, and it was brilliant. Yeah, stunt pilot blasts through a motorway tunnel at 150 mile an hour to set a new world record. Uh, he had to go through two tunnels to make it the, uh, the full world record, uh, but of course it was a Red Bull veteran stunt pilot, Dario Costa of Italy, uh, flying a special racing aircraft through the... Uh, tunnel system near istanbul in turkey last saturday and uh, yeah it was uh, brilliant maintaining an altitude of just three feet so just three feet above the road uh, and of course tunnels aren't made for things to fly through so they're all wonky and they've got lights and uh, ventilation systems so yeah you had to be exact yeah pre- yeah precision flying to be able to do it but he did it and he's got his new world record which is awesome did you say three feet? Yeah, about three feet from the ground. Oh, blimey. That's like uh, half the size of the of the beam that they use in women's gymnastics, that is. Oh, is it? I'm trying yeah. to remember that. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the whole thing, he flew uh, through... It was two ah, tunnels. Yeah. What? It sounded like you was about to do the final countdown tune. Then no. The way you went... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, what did he two... say? Tunnel sounded like two tribes. Two <laughs> tunnels go to what? <laughs> and it was uh, yeah, two tunnels. One was three hundred and sixty meters long, and then the other one was one thousand one hundred and sixty meters long. And how long do you think it took to fly through both of those tunnels in total? Eighty-two seconds. Nope. AMJ, uh, you, you gonna say 80, if you say eighty-one, I will reach through the screen and slap you. Two and a half minutes. No. Uh, 43.44 seconds. Oh. That was it. And then, of course, he did a 360-degree loop uh, just to show off at the end. Just my amazing skills. It's worth having a look. If you can uh, find the video online, just uh, I'm sure you'll find it if you just Google it. Uh, But, yeah, it's worth having a look because, yeah, it's amazing, the skill from this pilot. Uh, Awesome. I wish I could do that kind of thing. Am I a dreamer? Am I a dreamer? Talking of skills, yeah. if, you, if you've got lots of crazy skills like that, you're bound to get yourself a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. Mm. Now, how about this then? There is a new dating website. Ooh. Have you heard about this? No. No. I'll give you a clue. of, of um, And you've got to try and guess who this is uh, aimed towards. The website is called Mouse Mingle. Towards cats. No, not towards cats, no. Uh, mice? Not mice, no. I honestly Bats? thought... I honestly people thought... Like computers. Straight away. Sorry? People who really like computers. No. Um, very timid people. No, no. Is I it honestly for... thought... Hey, very... It's very quick. Is it people who are vertically challenged? No. I was meant to say quickly, not quick. That's poor grammar. Um... Poor grandma. Come we on. loved her so much. 
Oh, mouse. What? Who's famous for a mouse? Oh, what well, people who love Disney? Yeah, it's it's a dating site for people who love Disney. Oh, that sounds horrible. Will you be my Moana? Will you be my Hercules? Bless my soul, Hercules on the roll. I tell, I I heard a really good cover of that song the other week by Re- uh, Ariana Grande. Mm. Well, there yeah, they go. Sadly, we can't play it due to legal rights. No, we can't. But however, Ariana Grande did say this when I bumped into her. Um, I can play this. I'll just get my phone ready. You ready? Yes. Get ready to record this, DJ Critters, because this <laughs> is going to be a sound bite for one oh, for the record. future. Did I press the record button? Hi, I'm Ariana Grande, and I'm a dreamer. There you go. That's what she nice. said. Yeah. Is there like a, a side fetish part of this website as well? Yeah, for people that like poo. Winnie uh, for poo. There, there is a side fetish part for people who like Warner Brothers. Ooh. But they'd never cross the streams, mate. No. Well, um, it, it was more. Uh, it was, I was going with an incest joke rather than anything. I would have to go on there and I would marvel at all the things. Oh, you know what I do? What? I'd Star Wars with people. Ooh. Maybe people are, maybe the ladies are going down there looking for their Hulk. I'd show people some of my Ted rings. <laughs> uh, have you seen that film yet? I loved it. It's absolutely brilliant. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, it, so it's good. Yeah, hands down. Like I was a bit kind of. Someone said it was a bit like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and it wasn't. What's what film's this? Shang Shang Chai and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the new Marvel, and and the end scenes are pretty good. Oh, it's probably I've not seen it because it's Marvel. Um, still not. I oh, know I've seen one Marvel film, Captain Marvel, the worst one. I really liked it, so it wasn't too uh, bad. I, yeah, I've watched it a few times. Oh, you know what I did watch the other day that I, I would recommend, and I saw it, and I went, "I'm not going to watch that." It's like a chick flick, but it was actually really good. The, the new Cinderella, which is out on Amazon Prime Video, it's uh, it's really good. They've uh, they've revamped it. They've given a modern twist on it. You've got comedians in it. Actually, because it's it's made in Britain, it's made at Pinewood Studios. It's got some British comedians and someone who's stolen a living from being a comedian is yep. in that film. Yeah, yep. that mm-hmm. old that old Paul Whitehall. <laughs> and he's oh, got um he's got well one of the comedians I can never pronounce his name. Nathan. That's the one. Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. So he's in it, he's really good. Um James Acaster's in it, he's alright. That's, that's worth buying it for. Yeah. And then uh, James Corden and then um Rob Bryden. No. Beckett. Oh. Beckett, that's it. The bank. Yeah, he's in it. So yeah, there's some good comedians in it, and of course, uh, I mean, there's lots of lots of funny bits in it as well. But yeah, it's a really good one, uh, and it's a mix of it's a musical. There's a lot of musical in it, but it's a mix of old stuff and new stuff as well, which is uh, it's good. I quite enjoyed it. I I really sat there thinking this is gonna be boring as hell, but I was quite yeah, quite enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, talking yeah. of things that we're shocked by, I saw Six um, last oh, weekend or the weekend before um, the musical. Um, I treated Zelma and and my oldest son to go and watch it. 
Um, I must say, I thought I was going to get bored through it because um, it's all about Henry VIII's uh, six wives. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be an accurate historical um, application of it all, which I would have found interesting. I found out they're singing upbeat songs. Like, Ooh. <laughs> uh, but no, I was very surprised. It's very good. So if you ever get a chance to see Six, I believe, is actually back at the Marlow next year. Ooh. It had a, had a run at the Marlow earlier on this year. Did I tell you my incident with Six? Uh, no. That, that I went to see it, and like obviously, people who don't know this, the balcony seats are a bit cheaper. Yeah. Restricted view. So I sat there with my girlfriend, and we were watching the stage. Does your fiancé know about this? She does know. Sorry, <laughs> wrong term. And this guy from the audience kept staring at me, like, solidly. And I thought, this is weird. And then I thought, does he think I'm playing the part of Henry VIII? And then he, was... <laughs> but he didn't just have a little glance. He was literally for the whole of the performance. And at one point, nudged his wife to say something, pointed at me like, he's going to start it. He's going to come down. He's going to do something in a minute. Like, no. <laughs> at the end, you should just... Stood up and gone uh, 24601. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. On that note, maybe we should uh, get Dave in to do the quiz. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, he did pop in to uh, speak earlier on, didn't he? Because he, li- he likes making a phone call. Yeah, uh, I think I think he's actually just gone to uh, call his uh, brother, who's currently on holiday in Croydon. Oh, nice. So it'd be interesting to see if this works with two comedians and in the teams. I think it will. When are we going to see Dave's brother? And why do you subtly drop that in like that? He's just got, oh, he's just got to speak to his brother. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, merchandise. <laughs> I don't be young about AMJ. Uh, cool. Coming What's soon it? to a store near you. Dave's brother. He's, he's called Elliot. Elliot, Elliot the Elephant. Yep. Oh, no. We're going to get sued. <laughs> Why are we going to get sued? There isn't an Elliot the Elephant, is there? Yeah, the Elephant somewhere. There is now. There is now. I hope not, because I was proud of myself when I thought of that name. Yeah, Elliot the Elephant. But, you know, I'm, I'm a bit upset, though, that I've had to reveal his name before uh, his his official um, help. Landing in a few weeks' time. Oh, people will forget by then. Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone remember Sue the Screw? He's doing well. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all right. Dave, Dave, are you there? Oh, yeah, yeah, here I am. Oh, 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 I'm really excited about tonight's quiz because it's the first time ever we've got two celebrity guests and, uh, and we're going to have teams. This is amazing, isn't it? Woo. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and Geraldine. Geraldine's just got off at the bus stop. She, she's been in court um, because she got caught for doing something naughty. But, but she's got away with it. Um, hooray. Uh, so um, I've, I've got a proper jingle this week. Ooh. Do, you, do you want to hear the jingle? Go on and go oh, for it. Uh, it's free as well. So we've not had to pay for this music. And it says it's YouTube safe too and Spotify safe. So no one come chasing me for money. But um, are you ready? Go on. Yeah. Hello, my name is Dave. And my name's Geraldine. It's time for our little quiz. It's called Example Given. Just like E.G., Elephant and Giraffe. There you go. That's the jingle for this week. That was good. That was good. Thank you.
Well done. Now, we've got we've got two celebrity guests. So we're going to go to our first celebrity guest this week because he answered the phone first. We're going to go with the wonderful man with a lovely brown picture behind his head with lovely tinges of gold. So can you introduce yourself, please? Hello, everyone. Yeah, it's Paul Woker. And uh, yeah, it's a great pleasure to be here. And it's a fantastic pleasure for you to be here. Um, do you have a fun fact about yourself, Paul? Oh, I should I think, think fun fact that that would, would be. be um, I, I once, once danced with Tony, with Tony Blair, Blair on the beach. Oh, this, this, this sounds very exhilarating. A, a lot of people would wondering why you never pushed him into the sea. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes, yeah, that was an option, but uh, I, I chose not to at the time. Yes. Yeah. Well, well done for, for not doing that because he used to be popular once upon a time. Um, although, to be honest, when you said dancing and Blair, I did think of Lionel. I'm not going to lie. Oh, of course, yes, that would have been an option. Just imagine if we had got that wrong or swapped things around, had the opportunity, and, and Lionel Blair was the Prime Minister. Yeah, he wouldn't have taken us to an illegal war, allegedly. No. We could have all have danced there, couldn't we? Yeah. Like, had a very merry dance all around the um, Middle East. Yeah, and he would have he would have, he would have joined in on the tap dance on the Gaza Strip with everyone. Right, that's me being such a cool done. <laughs> our, our, our next celebrity guest, um, uh, Geraldine, said she recognises the bedroom from OnlyFans. Introduce yourself, please. Oh, hi, I'm Dickie Richards. Uh, people tell me I'm the most uh, handsome man in show business. It's a shame this is just going out audio because if you were able to see the screen, you'd be able to make your own mind up. And don't forget, there is a photo oh. promoting this so you can make your mind yeah, up. You, you make your mind up yourself then, yeah. You can yeah. see the evidence. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this is going to be the first time ever that we are a team. Well, there's going to be two teams. Um, so the teams are going to be revealed now. AMJ, you are with Warwicker. Dickie. Yes. Dick, yeah. Dickie Richards, you're with DJ Critters. Now, hey. I've gone through a very technical idea with this. That's because you lot are next to each other on my screen. So no one messed the screen about, otherwise I'll get confused. And I don't have good memory. It's all a lie about elephants and their memory. So, uh, I am Jane Paul Walker. Have you got yeah. a team name? Oh, what do you want to go? What are you thinking? I, I think it's the it's a difficult one because we've both taken our glasses off. So I think it's men without glasses. Yeah, I'm taking a bit men without glasses. Men without glasses. I'll write that down with my trunk. Um, <laughs> you're making your own jokes now, Dickie Richards. <laughs> As if I would. <laughs> Dickie and DJ Critters, what are you going to call your team? Well, how about how about Criticky? How about that? Yeah, that'll work. It's a portmanteau of Cridland and Dickey. Yeah. Mm. Criticky. Criticky. Oh, I love, catch on. I love the etymology that you've given there. That's that's pleased me a lot. And Ger Geraldine gives the points, but I'm going to give you a bonus point for that um, Criticky. Yeah, nice. I think and, we deserve it. I'll be honest with you. And. and uh, Men with glasses, you get a bonus point as well. Yeah. I feel like it's nice. been so much. Well, 
The first question is going to Critiquee. Are you ready, Critiquee? Maybe. So, what boils at 212 degrees on which temperature scale? So, water boils at 212 degrees on which temperature scale? You can confer. Fahrenheit, isn't it, Mark? It's got to be Fahrenheit. Um, Not Celsius, is it? I think it might be. There's another one. There is another one, but I can't remember what it's bloody called now. I can't remember what it is, so we might have to go with just Fahrenheit because I can't remember. There is, there is another one, but I can't remember what it's called. Said, I, didn't, I didn't know there was another one. I, I was, yeah. I was, yeah, well, I, I'm probably wrong, but I said it was all I've got is Fahrenheit. Yeah, I think it's wrong, but I can't remember the other one, so we, we just have to stick with Fahrenheit. Yeah, um, am I being a tricky elephant and uh, yes. mentioning Kelvin? Who knows? Oh, that's uh, the men one. With, men without glasses. Yes. Water boils at 212 degrees in which temperature? I think, Paul, what do you think? Do you think it's Fahrenheit? Like, are we, are we, are we being tricked here? It seems a very high, high temperature, doesn't it? Because even at Fahrenheit. Oh. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. I, do you know what? I, I generally, like, I'm stumped on this. Yeah. Uh, do you have an answer? Are you going for Fahrenheit? You think, Paul? Well, we'll what go for think? the other one. We'll go for the other one, the, the Celsius one. Yeah, let's go with Celsius. Yeah, yeah. Team men without glasses say Celsius. Put that on your T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I shall put on my T-shirt and I expect you, I expect to see on the AMJ T-shirt website just underneath the AMJ Bowl Hat T-shirt, which is a snip at twenty pounds, or nineteen pounds ninety-nine. Shipping seven pound ninety-nine. No wonder I haven't sold any. <laughs> oh, well, on your website, Pet, it definitely says nineteen pounds ninety-nine because I'm bought one. But I'm afraid, Paul and AMJ, you've got the answer incorrect. It is Fahrenheit. Oh, uh, oh it was. Woo. Woo. There we go. <laughs> We, were ne- we never doubted it, Mark, did we? We knew yeah. all along. Exactly. <laughs> Just to let you know, the uh, boiling point of Kelvin is in the minus. That's an exciting fact, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say there. Oh, so, this question that Dave's about to ask is going over to MJ and Paul Warwicker. What's the team called, Dave? Oh, men without glasses. Now, are you ready, men without glasses? Yeah. ready. Everybody. Name Fred Astaire's famous redhead dancing partner. Is it? Right. It's Ginger Rogers, isn't it? Yeah. I can't think of any other. Yes. Let's go with that. Jerry Hallowell. (laughs) I'm afraid (laughs) I have to take your first answer of uh, Jerry Hallowell, because that was said most times... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and going over to Kritiki Can you name Fred Astaire's red-haired dancing partner? Yeah, yeah we can Yeah You might know this It's easy can, can, yeah. can, can you let me know what it is then, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah Then, then do it, please Oh, all right. <laughs> Now? Yeah oh, Mark, Mark, you do it, Mark uh, Ginger Rogers. Apparently, she does. 
Thanks for the tip. <laughs> that seems very rude because Geraldine is laughing at that. I'm too well, I'm laughing at that because I've rogered a few gingers in my time and it's completely correct. Congratulations. <laughs> you both got it correct. Dave was only joking when he said he had to take Jerry Hallowell. He's a little scamp. You're both on <laughs> 42 points each. I bet he'd like to take Jerry Hallowell. I suppose two have become one. <laughs> uh, last time I met Jerry Hallowell, there was about five becoming one. She's a right f***ing goer. <laughs> she's married now. Hallowell got like lawyers or something, because I feel like she's someone who may sue. Oh, yes, so, yeah. Well, her husband is extremely rich, so yeah. Oh, yes. He owns the Red Bull F1 team. He's the man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, all Geraldine meant by that was she went to watch the Spice Girls reunion concert. I don't know what you lot are thinking about. Uh, of course. Yeah, yes. that yeah. sounds very plausible. Yes. <laughs> now, we're, we're going to go on to our next question. And this one is going critique first. Ooh. When did the French Revolution end? When they stopped shooting each other. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song? Can't sing any more of that without having to pay royalties. <laughs> I, I've got no idea, but it's going to be something like 1795 or something like that. Older. That's the only thing I can pull out of my head. So unless you've got anything better, Mark. Somewhere, somewhere. All the things out of his head on OnlyFans. <laughs> it's somewhere partway through Les Mis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Towards the end, I would have thought. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it, so just guessing. <laughs> we go with your year because I haven't got a bloody clue. It's 1795. We're going for. There we go. Okay. Um, I'll write that one down. There's some fiction, I might add. Uh, Men without glasses. When did the French Revolution end? I want to go with 1796. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like Price is Right, played by real little badgers. <laughs> what, what do you think? Of? Well, badger, it's, it's going to be around there, isn't it? Because the Battle of Waterloo was, what, 1814, 1812. So it was some point before that. So, um, yeah, let's, let's stick with the... Um, uh, 1896, you said. Was that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. go with that. I think we're and in a safe that, territory. Yeah, and, and that also sort of fits in nicely with the Spice Girls theme because isn't that sort of like 100 years earlier than the Spice Girls when they were in their heyday? So we've got a little link going there. So, yeah. We've got a ginger link. Got a ginger link. Geraldine, <laughs> <laughs> how did they do I'll tell you what they done right to do the Price is Right rules because the answer was seventeen ninety nine. So you can do oh. Yeah. You bastards. Yes. So what, so you get the point for being the nearest? That, that was never mentioned. I'm giving them three points for being nearest. However, you two get five bonus points because I like DJ Critter's joke of when they stopped shooting each other. <laughs> and for once he said something funny, so I'm going to give him five bonus points. So, at the end of that round, the scores are 52 to 61, maybe. To which team, I've got a clue. Is the next question going to be how many hairs are up Paul's nose? That's all we can I, see. No, oh, oh, I thought 
thought you meant as in uh, Paul Tingey was holding the camera for me because he's just he's just actually got rid of his hairs off his nose. He plucks them with his fingers. Dirty <laughs> Why did he just like trim them? Because not all of us are from Hernby can afford trimmers, son. A nostril trimmer is nine ninety nine. Like, don't be going on like it's some luxury item. You can buy one from Poundland. Ah! It will rip them out, but you know. <laughs> he just uses his thumb and little finger and gives it a good yank. <laughs> oh, right, we've been sidetracked. No. <laughs> no, they're very valuable beauty tips, they are. So, yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. The thing is, you shouldn't really pull them out because they're there for a reason. That's the thing. You know, uh, it all seems like a good idea to trim your nose hair and. Whatever over here you've got, you know, but they're, they're there for a reason. Well, don't worry about that, Dickie. He loves breathing in all that dust straight into his throat and lungs. <laughs> especially when he grabs That's not dust, it's uh, wood lice. Or monkey peas. Uh, yeah, monkey peas? Yeah, that's says monkey peas. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, if uh, anyone else has got any uh, important beauty tips for us, then uh, you can email podcast at musicalinsights.co.uk. Uh, another beauty tip for you is do not use cotton buds whilst cleaning your ears because it, it can cause more damage than good. I learnt the hard way. Right, um, back on with the quiz. Um, what question are we on? We're on... What planet are we on? <laughs> We're on question number four. So, this one is going to men without glasses first. Yeah. Which, yeah. which Russian town suffered an infamous nuclear disaster in 1986? Ooh. What, what are you thinking? Chernobyl. I'm Okay, is that your answer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, although really, it should shouldn't really say Russia. It should say Ukraine, because it isn't Ukraine, not Russia. Um, right, we're going. <laughs> to... <laughs> really should have like mentioned the right country. Is that what you're saying? Well, all I'm saying is technically, Chernobyl's wrong, then, isn't it? Really. But all I'm saying is, those of you at hobbylark.com, do your research properly before you make me look like a fool on a worldwide famous podcast, which is in the top 20 of the UK comedy podcasts for 2021. So, yes. Which yeah. podcast is that? Or oh, this one? <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Is Believe it? it? Yeah, there's a true story. We're as shocked as everyone else. Brilliant. Yeah. We were. Like I saw the email. I thought it was one of them spam emails, but no, it was a real one. <laughs> so, uh, Kudiki, in in which Russian or Ukrainian town, or if we if we're going to be completely, it's the um, city of the Soviet Union as it was back then. Let's not get bogged into details. Um, where <laughs> where was there a big nuclear disaster in 1986? Yeah, it was Chernobyl, wasn't it? Chernobyl. Chernobyl, Chernobyl, Chernobyl. 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 
in particular, the power station. There we go. So yes, we, can, we, can, we can get more specific. AMJ yeah. wants to dick around doing uh, a year other. I can say, yes, in particular, the power station. No, yeah. I'm you what? Robert Palmer did a song about it, didn't he, when he was with a... I can't be honest with you, boys. You, you, uh, uh, Kradiki, you give yourself some bonus points because I like all the different variations of pronunciations of Chernobyl. And that's why you can't wear Ukrainian boxer shorts because Chernobyl fall out. That's <laughs> why well, you shouldn't live in, Chern- in Chernobyl because Chernobyl fall off. <laughs> I'm going to take away two points because you try to outdo my joke. <laughs> and also, and also the podcast has slipped down two places. <laughs> to be honest, I'm surprised we're anywhere near the top 100, let alone top 20. What, top 1,000? Did you know there's over 6,000 comedy podcasts in the UK and we're in the top 20? How about that? Oh, it's great. So the scores mm, are... That bribe worked. 65 to one team and 79 to the other team. Ooh. Ooh. I have a funny feeling this might end in the draw with a fantastic tiebreaker question. Uh-oh. Exciting. Oh. Okay. Oh, here is, here is a fascinating question. It's one of Dave's riddles. Which, which household item as a tree, but no leaves. Oh. And this one is going to Kradiki first. Is it a cup tree? Uh, I beg your pardon? A cup tree or a mug tree? Uh, I heard cuckold. Um, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> uh, Mug. Are you not going to con- confer with your partner first? I like that idea. I, th- I, I was thinking the same thing. It's like it's like we're one, Mark. We're, we're on the same. We are Kridiki. We are Kridiki, yes. We're <laughs> Meldicks. Those of you who use Twitter, get Kridiki trending on Saturday morning. <laughs> and this is Hashtag Kridiki. Get, get, it, get it reported more like. <laughs> Hashtag C-R-I-D. I see K E. Forget the second I. I didn't make a mistake. Now, you're too many eyes. <laughs> but, um, who is the Gordon Banks of Kradiki? Uh, men without glasses. Um, who, 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 who has no leaves, but often he has trees with it. Well, Paul, I don't know about you. I think it might be the mug tree, but you think it could be a bit more obscure like the George Foreman grill it, it could be a George Foreman grill I, I thought something in terms of trees sort of what, what sort of trees or is it like an oak table or something like that because that is oak and a tree but it's got but, ah, but a table does have leaves so it's not that or like a bonsai tree because no one ever waters them and by the end of it they have no leaves anyway don't they <laughs> yeah or is it tea leaves even I mean is that more what we're thinking here? I mean, we shouldn't just think sort of leaves. Um, so, is it a tea tree? Oh, which is tea tree oil, which you find in the bathroom. So, is it a tea tree oil container? Is it a tea tree oil container that's been taken from the bathroom and put into the kitchen? That's the one. 
because we like to recycle and we should get extra points for that because we are good citizens and we like to recycle things from the bathroom to the kitchen. Yeah. I'm with you. Shall we go with tea tree oil container? Yes. <laughs> After, tea tree oil. I did not think anyone would get that correct. Congratulations, men without glasses. It is tea tree leave oil container. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, you get yourself uh, 28 points for that. Congratulations. Uh, 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 of course, I'm being silly, but I, I like the ramble, and that was lovely fun. So you get 28 bonus points for that, but the answer is mug, not tea. Because the cup does have tea traditionally and the mug has coffee. So you'd have a mug of beans and a leaf of cup. So it's a mug tree. So you get half a point for that um, critique. And at the end of that round, the scores are 129 to 128. It's got tight. Very tight. Only one in it. Come on! Which is amazing, considering that was a much bigger than one point gap there, and I've only given away one half a point. But you're both still on round numbers. Right. Oh, good. The the last question of this round, because there might be a tiebreaker. Who knows? Now, are you ready for this? Yes. Yes. So this is going to men without glasses first. Okay. What? What did A.E. Frick invent in 1887, which are now worn by millions of people in the world? Right. So what would he... What would he, what would he I reckon he would see this behind Crocs. Crocs back in... 1887. 1887. Yeah. From the old trees. He certainly had glasses before then. And we certainly had tea tree containers prior to that, so it wasn't that. Um, oh, the name Frick as well. Fricking, fricking anything. Did he invent 1888? Oh, I don't, I don't know the answers. Geraldine does. Oh. Stop trying to get clues out of me, AJ. I'm just looking around my office and thinking of stuff that he could invent in here. Did he invent Lego? I don't know. Um, yeah, 1887. Did he invent the spy skills? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a bit before that. Did he invent the Nolans? Hmm. That is a vision, <laughs> actually. Um, but um, trying to get back on, back on track. Um, 1887. Frick. 100 years before Paul Tingey was born. Um, Did he wish he invented contraception? (laughs) 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 Paul nearly spat his tea out. (laughs) I think, I honestly think, like, something like pocket. Like, did he invent the pocket? I don't know if that's just me thinking of condoms. Oh, or could it be the zip? The zip, like, like the middle pocket. Shall we? Um, did he invent the middle? Did he invent the fly? Shall we go with the fly? <laughs> <laughs> pocket, the fly. 
I tell you what, I've seen some contraception come out the middle pocket in my time. <laughs> so we're gonna go with that. I, I think with that, the middle pocket. Middle pocket. He invented the middle pocket. No one had a middle pocket before that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, Paul and Angie, with your men without glasses. And, uh, DJ Critters and Dicky Richards, Critiki. Right. Uh, After all of that lot. Now, yeah. what After did A.E. Frick invent in 1887, which are now worn by thousands, if not millions, of people? After all that lot, I'm pretty sure I know the answer because it came up on a pub quiz that I was hosting not that long ago. Come on, Mark. Yes. yes. And uh, I know you guys are men without glasses, but what if men who need to wear glasses don't wear glasses? What do they wear? A post to the face where they've walked into it. Possibly. <laughs> but also, fricking contact lenses. Yes. Yes. That's how I remember it, because frick, fricking contact lenses. That's why I don't wear them, because they're awful, but they're fricking contact lenses. No, this is a real shame, because one of you actually got the correct answer there. Oh, it was middle pocket. <laughs> the middle pockets of a snooker table. Oh, oh snooker. Well, hey, I think thousands of people don't wear that. Sure, I'm just going to walk around with a billiard table or a snooker table on them. That's ridiculous. You'd be surprised at what people wear to fancy dress nowadays. What? <laughs> okay, I'm pulling your legs, boys. Here is, of course, contact lenses. And that's the end of that round. Oh, that's premature. Premature plausulation. Um, so, the scores at the end of that round are 226 points to Kradiki and 226 points to Men Without Glasses. Amazing. Whoa. What a surprise. A tie break. So, this one, this one is, is a fantastic question. And if you get it right, you win everything in the world. Oh. Oh. Thanks. Okay. We'll pay attention to this one. Yeah. Yep. See that the garage. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you may want to make some room in the loft as well. I've got a lot. You live in the loft, AMJ. With all the front pockets. Now, uh, are you boys ready? Is this like a yeah. fastest finger first or something? What is it? How do we... Um, nope. It's just going to be a question I'm going to ask. And we're, we're going to go to Kritiki first. And then we'll go to Men Without Glasses. Rightio. Who is Dover Athletics' all-time top league goal scorer? No, it's football. I ain't got a clue. That's a clue. Some, some geezer. Um, I, I'm only joking. That question was for Paul. Um, so, but if you if you really want to know the answers, Lenny Lee, Lenny Lee, the legend, good on Lenny Lee, scoring 160 goals in 530. No, that was uh, someone else who played that many games. Lenny Lee, Which, the legend. That's a, that's a very fortunate surname. The legend. No. Here, here is a question. I don't want no smut. This is a family quiz. 
How long is the beam in women's gymnastics? I'm going to critique you first. <laughs> in what? Metres? Feet? What? Uh, in feet. Fahrenheit. Could be what? Could be 15 feet, is it? I haven't 15? got a clue. Yeah, got to be. Got to be, I reckon, I'll call it 18 feet. Got to be. All right, I'll go with your answer then. Let's go with that. 18 feet. Now, just to let you know, it's the closest wins. Oh, he didn't say that at the beginning, did you? Yeah, but you know what yeah, AMJ's going to do? He's going to go 17 feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Men without glasses. 18 feet we're going for. Yeah. Of the team in women's gymnastics. Have you watched uh, women's gymnastics, Paul. Yeah, yeah, obviously, constantly. Um, one of my main pleasures when I've got my uh, middle pocket sorted out. But um, yeah. anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, said no, smart. Oh, sorry. Apologies for that. Um, middle pocket reference again. Um, but I think 18 foot's too long. It's when you think of, um, well, if you think of how long, apologies, how tall we are we're sort of five six foot and i think if you lay down on one of them you get two of you on one so that would be sort of like so that's only sort of 12 foot which is a lot less than 18 so i'd go for 12 foot i think you might be right there i think 12 foot because that's two humans isn't it 12 foot two humans now going over to you geraldine for the answer I'll tell you what, I'm not going to award a winner for here because we're playing Price is Right rules. If you go over, you don't win. So the answer is six foot and six inches. Whoa. They do all those fancy gymnastics on such a small pole. That's what no, she said. No, I'm not that. That's incorrect. I think you made this up. Well, it might be it's from the same website that thought Chernobyl was in Russia. Yes. <laughs> Doing this quiz on WAP. A, a quiz on rap? WAP. Where that's pussy? <laughs> what about WAP? Mobile internet in the noise. Oh, I thought you meant the popular song from last year, WAP WAP. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't mean that, no. Yeah, your references are so old now. <laughs> So I think COVID has screwed up AMJ's act. All his all his funny stuff was from last year, and it all just went tits up. This is it. All funny stuff. Now, I'm afraid though, I do have to declare a winner for tonight. And the winner has definitely not been Paul Tingy, but the winner tonight. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna play it seriously and go for the most correct answers. It's going to be Critiki. Oh, congratulations, guys. Well Yay. Get in. So, congratulations on your win. And commiserations to the act that I prefer on the circuit, Paul Warricker. Well played. Thank you, guys. Everybody. Yeah, it was a pleasure. And, of course, when I say the act that I prefer... I mean, out of the people on that team there. Dickie and Paul are not the same. AMJ, I hate his bones. Sorry, Paul, you might have won if you weren't with AMJ. <laughs> Just 
Actually, everyone, AMG is still yet to win the quiz. DJ Critters has won for the third time tonight. Woo! Yes, well, we've, uh, of course, we've, I wouldn't have done it without, without Dickie, you know, he's the, yeah. uh, he's the brains behind it all. Yeah, we were, we were melded as one and, uh, you know, we, we were thinking the same thoughts. We were in, in complete and utter, you know, we were in quantum uh, uh, parallel. And I'll be honest, if, if the, the video was released for this one, I would have asked for everybody to do their best impersonations because I know one of you do a great rhubarb impersonation. What? Oh, yes. I forgot I do that. One of my many talents is rhubarb impersonation. Um, yeah, sadly, without video, it goes a little bit limp. Just <laughs> what? Your front pocket. <laughs> is it, was it rhubarb the dog? Is it rhubarb the dog? Or was he custard the dog? Which, which one was the dog? Oh, I don't know. These are the important issues I want to get to the bottom of today. <laughs> Oh, look. Uh, I think it was the dog. Oh, rhubarb the dog. Custard the cat. It's got me. Custard the cat. Yeah, yeah. sounds better. Yeah. yeah is, is, that the, is that the impression, Paul, that you do? Is rhubarb the dog or the... Or the is it no, 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 it's just genuinely rhubarb. So yeah. Is rhubarb yeah. fruit or a, or a vegetable or a legume or something? What, what is a... What is a, uh, a brassica? What, what sort of... Uh, what entity is a rhubarb? I think it's just a state of mind. I think once you get into that state of mind of being a rhubarb, and um, yeah, you sort of enter a different sort of zone, really, that sort of rhubarb zone, and right. you be whatever you want. Be whatever you want. As long as you're forced. Um, yes, I would go with that. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. but, so Paul Tingy here, to be really boring, to answer Dickie's question about is rhubarb a fruit or not, now, I, I actually know quite a bit about um, these sorts of things because I am a sad person. Um, it's a it's a perennial vegetable. Lots of people think it's a fruit. That's wrong. It's a perennial vegetable. Some people think it's a leaf like um, lettuce and things like that. It's not just because it's got a lovely leaf. By the way, don't eat the leaves. It will give you food poisoning. And there was a food poisoning outbreak during World War Two where people were told not to waste any of their food. So they started eating the leaf of the rhubarb. They never yeah. used to. They didn't know why. They'd just seen generations before cutting it off. Big, huge food poisoning outbreak. So they then had to make posters about what foods not to eat because it would give you food poisoning. So moving on from that, Paul, does it have any purpose? I mean, a leaf, can you use it to make a soup or something? Or is it just redundant? Are it, leaves redundant? It is redundant. Um, although uh, some animals do enjoy nibbling on it and it will not give them food poisoning. Oh, yeah. So I've often had, experienced that. Yeah. So they have big oh. announcements about not eating the leaves in World War Two. Have you seen nowadays you get um, little notices on Burger King wrappers and, and other fast food outlets uh, on the wrapper saying, do not eat this wrapper. That That's the level that we've got to nowadays. <laughs> Who's had a go? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, if anything, a go once. Well, who's had a successful claim? That's what you want to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I get that, and uh, yeah, and I need a million pounds, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, because I'm a bit dim. Yeah. 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 Makes you fancy a burger, doesn't it? Actually, yeah. it does. Well, 
yeah, but also it's all about to also realise that sort of like when you get those those large cartons of um, coke or whatever, there's not a warning about you could possibly drown in it. That's right. You could yeah, that's right because you can drown. Isn't you drown a teaspoon of coffee? Yeah. yeah so um, I I tell you what, I tripped on my doorstep the other day and I almost drowned in the lock. <laughs> I guess one of those. Uh, Did the keeper save you or raise the alarm? (laughs) The the gatekeeper saved me. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, Dave, are you you wrapping up on the quiz, Mr. Dave? Don't eat the wrap. Um, Bad for you. Before we go, we'll we'll, um, we'll ask our celebrity guests if they've got any special messages for the fans and then DJ critters, you can ask if they've got any promotional things. So we'll, we'll go to, um, well, we went to Paul first earlier. So we go to Dickie Richards first this time. So Dickie, have yes. you got words of wisdoms for our fan? Yes. Uh, just uh, love each other and make love to each other. As long as it's consensual. Oh, of course. And, and make sure your middle pocket is undone, and otherwise there will be some very sore parts. That's right. Uh, I've never done the, the rumpy pumpy, so I, I don't really know all the ins and outs, but apparently there's lots of in and outs involved. Oh, oh, not a clue. I don't, I don't know what you mean. Oh, OK. Uh, 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 Paul Warwicker, have you got any advice for our listener? Um, I would sort of say similar, but also sort of, you know, it's time of year, go out and enjoy the sun. And, and again, make sure that your middle pocket uh, doesn't flop open so uh, you don't get sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, just um, keep safe out there, really. Oh, thank you very much. This is probably the two most serious ones we've ever had. Well, we're serious guys. We're serious guys. Yeah. Serious guys. Serious guys. I've seen, I've seen some of the work that uh, Paul's done with disadvantaged household items. Uh, the man's a legend. And, <laughs> and, and Dickie, I've heard about a lot of the work that you've done in, in the stories. Well, not stories, your life that you tell on stage. You're a very caring man. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'd never say that, but that's what people say. And who am I to put them wrong? You know what I mean? So, he, and he's so caring, he's never booked Paul for a gig, so no one has to listen to his poor material. What a fantastic guy! Makes That's sense. right. And when I say Paul, I mean Paul Tingey, not Paul Walker. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> Paul Walker is brilliant. <laughs> so, guys, have we got anything that you want to promote while you're on here? Any shows? Anything like that that's happening? Uh, let's go to Dickie first. Anything good? Uh, uh, well, I've got. Uh, um, I'm doing a new open mic, uh, which is uh, uh, you know anything goes really. Um, music, comedy, etc. At the Alma Pub in Deal, Ooh. and that's the first one's on the 24th. Um, and then I have a show, a stand-up comedy show at the Astor on the 25th. So it's about the third or fourth one we're doing there. So oh, happy days. Excellent. Um, Paul, have you got anything? No. no, sadly at the moment. Not moment. No, no. Just uh, I think a bit of a break. Um, writing a bit of new stuff. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, getting out again soon. 
Well, I've got a gig next Wednesday if either of you would like to appear in Faversham. You're we, don't, we don't give a shit. Is this all about the guests now? Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, crikey, Adam. I mean, it's about us now. I bet you're... <laughs> I was offering you a gig. I, I, I was going to go at me. It's Paul that was saying that you shouldn't be talking. It's not me. It's him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, don't use our podcast as a means of getting comedians. You'll never see me get comedians who I've had down on my local gigs to get them onto the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's not, it's not you do, is it? Oh. No, you've got to spread your network. Speak Sorry. to their agents. I feel like a fool. AMJ, yeah. though, what's, what is this show, then? Go on, give us the details, AMJ. And once again, he's not invited me. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not throwing stories with facts. I didn't get no invite, either. It is... Midweek, midweek laugh with AMJ. And when's that, AMJ? It's Wednesday. Midweek. <laughs> I, I, I might be able to do it, Adam. I might be able to do it. But when's Wednesday? I'll, 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 I'll actually know on Tuesday night, so but I can't say definitely, but I'll give you shouts, all right? Happy days. All that's open to you as well. Which Wednesday? Yeah, thanks, Tom. Hopefully I'm uh, out of town next week, but um, yeah, I'll think about that for the future. Yeah, thanks. Lovely. Is it every Wednesday? No, it's, it might be every other Wednesday, depending on the success of the next one. Sorry, I just got all a bit. I got I got involved and I didn't need to. I apologise, everyone. Fall <laughs> on Wednesday. Did you this acting? Sorry. Did you get all excited, Ting? Did you want to be on that gig too? Mm. No, not really. You do, look, he's smiling. He's like the Cheshire Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy anyway. Oh. Right. on that note then I think it's time to say our goodbyes and uh, say for this first one back for a while we had a bit of a break it's nice to have been back and uh, especially with two guests so yeah it was amazing thanks so much Paul and Dickie you're awesome. thanks for thanks for having us on no it's been a great pleasure great to see everyone again I think the point system had everyone on <laughs> definitely <laughs> Are we going to have uh, two guests every week now, then? Well, to be honest, we're struggling to get one at one time. So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Let's play it by ear. And your ears are massive, Dave. Yeah. I'm only two foot two, remember? Is he, are you an Indian or an African ears type? Um, I'm an Ashfordian elephant. I was made in Kill Toys uh, factory in Ashford. Right, okay. Uh, I'm two foot two, and I'll go everywhere I'm. And when, when I want to go to the fish and chip shop to get some chippies, I, I put some French sticks on my legs to make myself a bit taller, and I walk on my back two legs like a human, and I'll go, oh, hello, I'd like some chips, please. True story. <laughs> True well, story. It's very polite, I'd say. I yeah. saw him do it down at Cherry Tree Chippy. Which is sadly no longer open. And that's why. Because <laughs> they had an <laughs> elephant in there. Health Authority came in and went, no elephants. Health Authority would be the food, state, food standards agency. Oh, shut or up. be the environmental health officer, advisor, or practitioner. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's go before Paul bores us with his weird health stuff. Thingy, oh, that just, is. No, no, food safety. Food, oh. food health and Not health stuff. Look at me. I don't... How 
Musical Insights.